Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Tracy Koga with something short and fun. This is a Hugh soundbite. Want to give a big hello to Tamara Grace in Montreal. And uh, obviously, you don't have all the snow that we have in Winnipeg. But uh, again, it's winter and hey, getting closer to the end of the year. So for you, Tamara, 2021, what kind of year has it been for you? It has definitely been very interesting. Um, I've been doing a lot of work, a lot that, a lot more than I initially thought that I would. I've been working with a lot of producers. I've been doing a lot of music at home. So it's been very interesting, and it's been a blessing in disguise, really. And you're no stranger to music. So let's talk about you growing up as a young girl and, you know, getting interested in writing songs. Yeah, so I started writing music, actually, when I was about eight years old. It kind of started off as writing in a diary, talking about my feelings when I didn't really have any much friends or family to talk to about these feelings, especially since they were pretty dark and something that I wasn't sure would be a comfortable subject for everyone else. So I initially wrote them all in my diary and given my musical instinct, they instantly became music lyrics. So I would put some, you know, some tunes into those lyrics. And the first serious song that I can think of that I wrote was when I was 11. Serious, but I wrote a song called Rainbow, which I talked about every single color minus indigo with pink, gray, brown, white, black. And even till this day, we even play the song over and over, which is pretty weird. (laughs) Yeah, so yeah, I've been co-writing. I've been doing a lot of that since then. I've been working with a lot of producers since then, and yeah. Well, you know what? Um, It's really, I guess, uh, courageous, right, to bear your soul in a song. And I guess maybe some of you share some of your life or lived experience, you know, exposing your feelings. And I can't imagine at eight years old having such incredible emotions and writing songs that you said were were dark and unable to speak to anybody. Now, as a young adult, has that changed? It's pretty much the same, actually. There are a lot of things that I still don't really talk about that I would write in some music, in some of my music. And sometimes when, you know, sometimes it's, it's different because talking about something with somebody versus writing about it is completely different for me. I feel a lot more comfortable writing a song about something really dark than to have someone sit down next to me and talk about it actually. So yeah, it's, it's always been different, but sometimes when I have my parents come down who are my first critics whenever I write, I would sit them down beside me and I would write something and then they would look at me and say, 
is is that something you went through or is this a little fiction i would say well it's something i went through and then we would it would kind of bring the conversation and yeah it's always been you know the same since i was a little girl so are they surprised as parents when you say yes that's a lived experience yeah pretty much yeah because i've always been super quiet i don't really say much about how school was how work was so you know they're not really surprised that i would write in my music because you know given that i don't talk to them so whenever i would sit them down and tell them okay i'm right, i'm going to tell you a song that i wrote sing it for you and then they hear the subject it's been an ongoing routine so they're not really surprised at this point well and i guess a more healthier and a closer relationship then for both you and your parents and for everybody out there we all know about mental health and wellness and how much mental health is so much uh in the forefront and so important and just sharing right now in these brief minutes what you've done for songwriting or what songwriting has done for you i mean what a great message for maybe other young women you know like yourself that are introverts and don't talk much <laughs> and keep everything inside you know maybe find that courage to even write about it is amazing i want to now congratulate you on your new single bad girl it's totally bad but <laughs> but in a great way Um but let's talk about the story behind it because it does resonate with a lot of struggles that young women are going through and young people all over, correct? Yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah, so basically the song talks about how you want to be loved for who you are on the inside rather than who you are on the outside and it also talks about also being taken advantage of, not being taken seriously. And in this song I kind of took two sides so i took sides of what i went through in relationships with partners and versus what i've went through with friendships so i kind of put the two together because they were kind of similar experiences and yeah that's what i did with the song yep. i'm glad you like it yes no and uh even the creation of the music your dad had a little input into that so <laughs> the story goes yes yeah, so basically the first initial you know version of how it went down was actually on the piano a very keyboardy sad song but usually when i write music i always have this certain connection with it that would kind of give me a green light to keep going but with this one when i first wrote it entirely i didn't really have that connection so when i went back on it and redid it i said okay i'm going to you know listen to it again and see what's missing kind of like when you're making a meal and you think there's a little bit of salt missing or something like that so i went on my keyboard went on every instrument on there and then this guitar that you know kind of sound like a wild wild west kind of thing really kind of clicked with it it was kind of like a match made from heaven so when it went from there i just kind of fixed it up changed the lyrics a little bit then showed my parents first it was my dad and when i first showed it to him he was completely shocked because you know given that they are really used to hearing a lot of sad songs they were pretty surprised that it was more of an upbeat kind of feel so when he heard the song he kind of added this sort of foot stomping kind of feel which kind of isn't on the song so he really had to play in that regarding that <laughs> so it is a family affair after all and um and i guess you do come from a musical family is that right yeah so i have um a really 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 musical family i have a lot of family members who sing who dance 
who do, you know, arts, a lot of the creative aspects in the industry. And I have uh, two uncles who are pretty much in rock bands and karaoke was such a thing. It was practically every night, every weekend, every occasion. It was always there. They would always make me sing, which kind of, you know, got me into the feel of performing. And yeah, so they really influenced me. I had a lot of, you know, my parents and my grandmother, my uncles and aunts, they all had different tastes in music. Mm -hmm. I would say that mom was really into the Spice Girls, Black Eyed Peas, ABBA. Mm -hmm. Then my dad was into Michael Bublé, Lionel <laughs> Richie, the Bee Gees. Then my two uncles, one was such a rocker and the other one was a metalhead. So it was the best of both worlds. It was the best duo. And then my grandmother was into all those powerhouses. So Whitney Houston, Céline Dion. So I, get, growing up with all of that, it kind of gave me the perspective that, you know, there's a lot of types of music out there. And to write music, you can write it in so many different styles and so many different ways. So they really influenced me. Oh, my goodness. Well, you do have a lot of, uh, I guess, people to inspire you. And let's talk about you, yourself, Tamara, personally your you know your growth and your realization too about your own personal health and personal well-being yeah so um when i was uh, like when i was in elementary school that was when i was bullied and it kind of grew into anxiety and depression and i remember just you know having my notebook and pen just be my best friend and i would write every single thing on there not really talk to people about it, just stay in my bedroom, keep it all to myself. But, you know, eventually as I grew up, you know, I started to slowly realize that I wasn't alone. And there are some people that I, you know, kept in touch with that I would talk about things with who also went through similar stories. So, yeah, I think that, you know, given the horrible start, <laughs> things happen and it's really a blessing. Oh, it certainly is. And for 2022, What's in store for tomorrow, Grace? Oh, 2022, there's a lot planned. Um, I've been working with new producers and new people who I'm super honored to be working with since September. And we've been working on so many different songs, so many different styles, going branching on a different sound. And I'm super excited to be releasing those in next year in 2022. Um, also, there have been a lot of collaborations that have been in the, in the works and in the talks. So I'm really excited to be collaborating a lot more next year, which is something I haven't really been doing in the past couple of years. Mm -hmm. And hopefully gigging can be something that I can do. <laughs> I remember, I don't, I think I, the last time I performed was actually two years ago. So oh. it, performing in front of people face to face is something I really want to do. And hopefully I can do that next year. Oh, for sure. Most definitely. We've already started here in Winnipeg, so just come on over to Winnipeg. You can have a show. <laughs> All right, so you are going to play us out with a song, so I'll let you introduce the song, and it's been a pleasure and an honor meeting you tomorrow, and all the best for 2022. I'm sure we're going to hear a lot from you. Thank you so much. So this is Bad Girl. It is the first song, uh, first upbeat song that I've ever written, actually. It's pretty weird, but yeah, given the circumstances. And yeah, so this is a bad girl. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.
come on a journey like no other, where you will discover many roads that will lead you to a happier, healthier, and more stress-free life. And the beauty is, you don't need any vacation time for this adventure. The journey will come to you. Join Avery Rich on your very own journey into yoga. Along the way, she will demystify yoga poses and guide you into a yoga posture or short sequence, all in less than 15 minutes. You have nothing to lose but stress. The Journey Into Yoga podcast. It's not for people who like yoga. It's for people who don't like yoga. Follow or subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or at AveryRich.com. Do, did, will. The Story of People podcast is now available on the Cryer Media Network. The first five episodes are here and feature some incredible guests that fit into one or all three of those categories. Ready? Tara Sloan from the San Jose Sharks, Undercurrent Podcast at NBC Sports. Marianne Iveson from Iveson Voice and the Let's Take This Outside podcast to talk about the world of outdoors as well as voiceover land. Ariana Hunsicker, future Canadian Paralympic swimmer, already winning tons of awards for this country. Scott McGregor from the Hot Wallet podcast to dumb down the world of crypto, Bitcoin, and NFTs so you don't have to. And Jackie Holowaty from Climate Pledge Arena in Seattle, Washington, the first net zero carbon certified arena on the planet. Wherever you get your pods, wherever you watch your pods, and on the Cryer Media Network. Another Sound Off Media Company podcast.